dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, taking it up uh, to our last week of July 2013, we are in the second week of Not From Space. Uh, this is a 2003 show that really pioneered um, what online audio drama could be um, and uh, the, at the expense of commercial radio um, with a lot of digs that you will find are still quite real. Uh, T com- computers may have come down in cost a little bit since then as well as the increasing in the pipe of bandwidth and Twitter certainly didn't exist but uh, the, the the main points about the change in media uh, industries has uh, remained the same and the ironic, ironic part at least I find is that this originally aired on satellite radio which if anything should have uh you know, known better <laughs> than to uh, lampoon themselves. But hey, at least they uh, appreciated the satire of it all. Um, pretty funny. Um, I basically consider um, satellite radio's failure the fact that they tried to be too much like radio, just radio without the ads, still not that great. So, anyways, uh, so this is uh, Not From Space, the second um, part, uh, originally heard on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, won two awards, uh, the Mark Time uh, Audio Award, as well as the Communicator. Um, lampooning um, the commercial media and taking you know advantage of this strange event to try and benefit the sponsors. Um, what do you think uh, about this, Bill Gates? I don't know. Um, so uh, yeah, so I hope uh, you enjoy. Uh, we, uh, as we know, we will be changing gears a little bit in the next uh, few weeks. We actually will have a guest host coming in, Patience Wyland, uh, who has taken over Sound Stages Radio that used to be managed by Jeff Adams, uh, also known as the Noir Dame. Uh, Patience has a awesome lineup uh, lined up for you uh, through the month of August, stuff that uh, is a little different than what I have often chosen, trying to expand some new territory, doing some stuff that's going to surprise me. Um, and uh, I'm going to be as interested as you are to hear uh, the new selections that are going to be coming out through the month of August. Really excited to try that out um, and really uh, hope you'll welcome her in next week. Um, and uh, also hope you will check out my ongoing podcast of The Cleansed. The Cleansed is now in its second season. Uh, we're going to feature, you know, it'll feature a little bit of The Cleansed now uh, to give you a taste of what it's about. This is uh, from the first episode, episode nine of season two. Uh, this is actually kind of the, the, the finish of the episode uh, has this rather uh, graphic and horrific scene uh, showing us just how evil our main villain is. Our villain has found out that one of his lieutenants um, fell through and, and let um, some of the ostensible good guys, um, the believers, uh, bomb an installation and uh, Saul's not so happy about that. So here's um, from the. This is part four of episode nine of the Cleansed at theCleansed.com. You can follow the podcast at uh, search iTunes or Stitcher for the Cleansed, um, or go and get the feature-length episodes at theCleansed.com. Saul had taught me much of these things since his rise to glory. We had made many examples of those who had conspired with Paul, or longed for Richard, or talk about John. We had made examples of so many. Not that we relished when this happened. It was a bloody business, but necessary. Necessary because this was a city of hundreds of thousands, And there was only one wolf. One wolf must rule them all. And so they must on occasion taste his teeth. Enter. Blitz all you summoned me? I understand you were posted to Sector 18 today. Yes. What's that? Yes, sir. Good. The fact is established. Soldier, what is your function? 
Sir? When I give you a gun from my own armory, when I train you, hands-on, to shoot, why do you think I do it? To defend and protect the Chosen, sir. Defend and protect the Chosen. Yes, that seems clear enough. Yes, sir. Do you suppose that defend and protect means to sit on your duff while two maniacs blow our house to kingdom come? Sorry, Lord. Sorry is not an excuse. Sorry is not an excuse. The city is so busy. We track everyone, I swear. I, I don't know how they got through. These believers look like anyone else. We can't tell the difference until it's too late. Not unless we torture every single person. And who says you can't? Have you forgotten what it means to be chosen? To be a wolf? Protecting the sheep? We are entrusted with the flock because we keep them from being eaten. But some other little beastie is helping himself to meals. I... I... Sir... I know what we'll do. You see, uh... What is your name? Lawrence. Lawrence, yes. You see, Lawrence, our sheep, our charge, their faith in us hinges on a simple contract. We protect them. Chosen and the unchosen. Do you understand? Of course. Good. Then you will understand perfectly what I must do. When blood is spilled, the scales tip out of balance. Our charge's faith in us tips as far as the bombs can blast. And there is only one way to restore the balance. To restore the faith. And that is to spill blood of our own. Yes. Good. I thought you'd understand. Zeke? Yes, Saul. You recognize this man? He is the derelict. Yes. He has confessed to me, Zeke, the most woeful of things. He is... A believer. No! No! Yes! Yes, yes, yes! Saul, no! Please! Silence! You understand what must be done, Zeke? I understand. Sound the alarm and put it live on TV. I want everyone to see what happens to those who betray their people to the believers. Yes. I'll make an announcement afterwards. People must remember that we are the true force. To resist us means to die. To betray us means to die painfully. Please, Saul! No salt still! <clears throat> Do you know the root of the word sin, Lawrence? I imagine not. It is to come short of the mark. Our mark here is set very very low. Don't let madmen kill our people. And you failed. But the wolf offers forgiveness, even for sins like yours. All we need is a little blood. Go on, Zeke. Yes. No! 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 <laughs> what sweet song. What sweet song. <laughs> the bit with the confessor. You've been listening to a free podcast version of The Cleansed. To hear this show in its entirety and uncut, visit thecleansed.com, where you can purchase director's cut editions. Also, see a full cast and crew list, original episode art, character bios, video, and more. Again, that's thecleansed.com, or tune in again next week. You can find The Cleansed on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. The Cleansed is a Final Room production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalroom.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E dot com. All right, and that was The Cleansed. Uh, sorry about that. Poor Lawrence didn't really 
make it through uh, that scene too well. Um, anyways, so uh, we're on to Not From Space, a commercial radio lampoon extravaganza here on Radio Drum Revival uh, by Jeffrey Bays. Hope you enjoy. The president is now speaking from the Oval Office. Good afternoon. Several minutes ago, we got word that an unknown spacecraft was spotted on radar and landed near one of our small towns. We have not established any sort of communication with whoever might be inside. In a few moments, I will be transported to the landing site and will try to make contact with our visitors. I've invited all leaders of the world to the United Nations Center in New York to further address the implications of this event to the world. I ask all of us to put our problems aside and work together to welcome these new visitors to our land. I urge you to stay calm. Your tax money is hard at work. Let us do our jobs. That is all. Thank you. That was President Clinton live from the Oval Office. From his words, he said that there are new visitors. Testing the mic. One, two, three. Testing the mic. One, two, three. Unknown spacecraft. Which of these computers are working now? Okay. All right. So we can use that one. So we don't. Okay. Make sure you get this one set up for the ads. Okay. As soon as possible. Mic two. Mic two. Mic two. Testing one, two. Okay, this is where we get the wire okay. copy over there. Okay. Okay, thanks. All set. Okay. You'll be fine. Okay. It's on. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Jim Thomas, and we have just been hit by an earthquake. A lot of things in the studio have been damaged. Computers have been damaged. We're replacing those at the moment. A lot of things are in chaos. So you'll just have to bear with us here. A lot of noise going on in the background, so I apologize if I'm distracted. Don Schurthoff is driving right now out to the scene. Apparently, some sort of aircraft has crashed nearby, and that's what caused the earthquake. Um, we, we had heard just a few minutes before that uh, the, there was a streak of light at the baseball stadium, and... That game has now been canceled, but apparently that streak of light is connected, we think, to this thing that has crashed outside of our studio. Uh, again, that game was canceled, and they're not okay. going to continue that game, so the Phantoms win in the seventh inning. Uh, I'm told now that we have the uh, the sheriff on the phone. Bob, gra grab one of these phones. Okay. Uh, Mr. Pilly, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. What kind of information do we have so far? Latest information we have um, uh, just the fact that it crashed, right. and we don't know where it came from. We believe that um, the damage around the area was caused by the fireball that uh, occurred whenever it was flying through the air. We had a lot of eyewitnesses that say that they saw a fireball before this thing crashed in. So. That's about okay, all so know. can you describe what it looks like then? Well, I'm on the scene now, and uh, uh, hmm. the capsule—it's—it—it it kind of reminds me of a of a space capsule. You know how those uh, Apollos looked—sort uh, of a teardrop shape. Uh, it looks a lot like the uh, spacecraft. Uh, does not have any windows, so to speak. Um, and, uh, that's about all I can tell you. It's white in color, um, kind of shiny, but also has, um, some, uh, bits of brown on it as well, so. Okay. Very mysterious. Uh, By the way, the military, ha the military has just arrived. Air Force operators moving in and has taken over the scene, so. That's what it looks like here. Okay. Okay, thank you very okay. much, sir. Thank you, Mr. Pilly, for talking with us. I know you have to get back to work. Again, an aircraft has just crashed nearby at our studios. Don Schurthoff is getting set up on the scene. We'll go to him in just a few minutes. The military has moved in, so this gives us some sort of insight to the uh, severity of the situation. Perhaps this is something the military has been involved in. Um, I'm told that, okay, the president... The president has considered this an alien spacecraft. Okay. I didn't realize if we had, had aired that. Okay. 
Um, Marge, Marge White is here in the studio, and uh, she's been going through all the collected press articles. She's decided to help us out here in the newsroom. Uh, she was hit by the earthquake just as much as any of us here. Um, Marge, you have an investigative background. Uh, what do you think about this cr this thing that's crashed here? Well, one thing that comes to mind is that three hours ago, we were speculating on what might have caused the shooting of Bill Gates. It was right in the midst of that conversation when this spacecraft made its presence. Now, I'm an investigator, and I am trained to look at the facts. Right now, the facts don't show a connection between these two events, at least not directly. Okay, I'm told that Don is ready. Um, Marge, I'm going to turn it over to you for a second. Uh, I'm going to go uh, try to get these ads working. Yes, the military has roped off the area leading from this capsule to the parking lot in preparation for the president's motorcade. I'm told he has... Uh, landed at Whiteman, and he is en route in a presidential motorcade, and he should be here within uh, about 15 minutes. The local farmers have mowed a large parking area. A lot of people are around standing and waiting, and the area is roped off. I'm standing here with the commander of the Air Force unit, Robert Livings. What can you tell us about the president's arrival? It's going to be a big event. We have security stationed around the area, and there's going to be, uh, he's going to be meeting with whoever is in the craft. And no cameras. We are not allowing television cameras. Uh, we are allowing other sorts of still photography. The reason is because we're not. We must interrupt. You're listening to live coverage on World Slash Radio News. We have now some breaking news, and this is from the Collected Press, that, quote, an observatory in okay. Singapore has just spotted several small objects moving in from Mars. That is according to the CP. Again, this just came over the wire. Small objects have been seen by an observatory in Singapore. These objects on a trajectory from the planet Mars. Press conference. NASA. Okay, and now we go live to NASA headquarters for a press Thank conference. Thank you for being here on short notice. We have put together a panel to answer your questions. <coughs> Mr. Gregory is JSI supervisor, and Mr. DeWitt is the chairman of the GS Rocket Committee. Let's start with Mr. Gregory. Thank you. I've worked in JSI for 15 years and have monitored countless satellites and meteors in space. What has happened today is not a space event. This plane was not seen on space surveillance. So any notion that it is extraterrestrial is simply premature at this point. And now Tom. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm Tom DeWitt. I design rockets and I head the Goddard Space <laughs> Rocket Committee. I can assure you that there are not rockets that have been unaccounted for. This downed aircraft was not from space. We'll take questions now. Why is the uh, Pentagon saying that this is from outer space when you're saying that it isn't? The Pentagon has access to the same radar data that we have. That shows there was no craft in orbit. Has anyone from NASA been to the crash site to look at the pod? Um, the way I understand it, this is a downed airplane and doesn't rise to any concern for NASA. Are you aware that observatories are reporting at this hour that there are objects heading in from Mars? I'm not aware of that. Okay, that's very bizarre. NASA stating there that the capsule that landed is not from space. Even though at this point the president has says it is, and even the Pentagon has admitted that it is probably from outer space based on the engine technology that they have found on the scene. Now, we have some breaking news now, and uh, this is from a source inside the FBI that Bill Gates has escaped. He was in the hospital uh, this morning. Of course, he was shot at the speech this morning. He was taken to the hospital. He underwent surgery. And now, unexpectedly, he has escaped from the hospital. So uh, we, we turn now to an FBI agent we have on the phone, and, and we can't give your name because you want to remain anonymous. But uh, thanks for joining oh, us. It's no problem. Okay, explain what, what all this is about. Well, I was informed at... About 12 o'clock this afternoon that Bill Gates 
was in surgery at the Claiborne Hospital, and somehow he was able to slip out of the area and actually leave in a car. Okay, so he was under guard. Yes, he has been placed under guard for his own protection. And uh, since we still haven't captured the shooter, he's still at risk, you know, obviously for future attempts uh, to take his life. So we we wanted to remain cautious and keep him under guard. Okay, so what does all this mean? Uh, where, Where is he headed? Well, this is where it gets strange. He was he was seen by some of our operatives entering an aircraft just outside of the Seattle area, and uh, he is thought now to be in the air. Wow. Okay, now this was before this capsule crashed, right? Yes, this happened about noon, so it was yeah, before okay. the, uh, yeah. Any word on his health? Well, as far as we know, he went through his surgery, and he's he's conscious, and he should be alert. So Okay, thank you very much. Okay, Operative thank you from very the much. FBI, they're telling us that Bill Gates has escaped from the hospital and was seen flying away in some sort of aircraft uh, about 12 o'clock, just after 12 o'clock this afternoon. She didn't say uh, what time zone uh, it was. Follow, I'm assuming uh, Washington time, Pacific time zone. Following uh, a developing story that has just broke out, um, we have now Bill James, who is stationed at the hospital there, and he has now obtained a copy of the speech that um, was on the podium. Is that right, Bill? Um, Yes, Jim. This is a photocopy, and I'm assured by my source that it is the actual speech. These are things that Bill Gates never actually said because he was stopped by gunfire. On page three, he says, quote, it's now time for the two worlds to be reunited as one solar presence. He continues later Okay, saying, Bill, does it say anything about him being connected with uh, aliens or uh, anything like that? Well, I didn't have much time to read through the entire speech. Most of it's about the new trinary computer code that Microsoft was going to announce. But what stands out the most are these statements. Now is not the time for political positioning, corporate indulgence, or social ignorance. We must leap forward together and embrace our past, strengthening the future. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Bill. We'll keep in touch with you. And uh, now Marge says she has something that uh, might go along with this. Thank you, Jim. This this just came over the collected press. The, the Microsoft team has now left Melbourne, Australia on military airlift. Oh, that's good. And good. they are on their way to... Antarctica to decode that computer that was found earlier this morning. Now, this is that ancient computer lab down there. Yes, they're leaving Melbourne, Australia right now, and we have a correspondent. In fact, we have a report from him right now. Okay. And this is Bob Fuss. I have arrived onto the frozen snow of Antarctica at Research Station 3, here where the computer was found. The dangerous winds have made this a difficult mission for all of us. JSI has just given me a list of artifacts that were found. One large computer console with working visual display. One large power supply of unknown source. Several storage devices containing data. A large cabin with chairs, electronic devices and heaters. Markings on the wall depicting three circles. And a lot of foreign writing. Again, this was just the list that was handed to me. I'll find out more soon. Bob Fuss, reporting from Outpost 3. Okay, thank you, Bob, risking his life down at the South Pole uh, to give us this information about this computer lab down there. Just absolutely amazing uh, that this stuff has been down there for 10,000 years and still works. Uh, We've been following the Bill Gates story. He's escaped from the hospital. We don't know where he went. He was seen entering an aircraft. Uh, So we're going to go now. Oh, okay. I'm told now that a couple of people have just been arrested near the crash site uh, for crossing the police line. Okay, Uh, so a lot of things going on this afternoon. Uh, It's been a long day, and Marge White, thank you for uh, helping out behind the scenes. That's going to conclude my coverage this afternoon. We're going to turn it over to Tom Brokaw and Don Schurthoff for their special joint newscast. I'll see you tomorrow morning. This is Jim Thomas on World Slash Radio News. And now, World Slash Radio Evening News with Don Shirthoff and Tom Brokaw. I am Don Shirthoff, live from the scene where a spaceship crash-landed earlier today. 
I'm standing here about 100 yards away from the space pod that crashed into the ground, shaking buildings and causing destruction along its path. No one knows where it came from or even if there's anybody inside. The president will be here shortly to meet with him if they are. With more news, we go back to the studios with Tom Brokaw. Hey, Bing, I'm Tom Brokaw. Welcome to our special joint broadcast with World Slash Radio. Three major stories tonight, and they may all be connected. We begin our coverage tonight with Robert Hager. Robert? In a mystery that continues to unravel and become even more complex, this morning, a trinary computer system was found in Antarctica, dating far before modern civilization. The scientists who discovered it disappeared, and when Bill Gates made his speech today, he began to talk about it. The humans of Earth are going to face a new challenge. Moments later, Gates fell over when shots rang out. Then, at 1.11 p.m. Central Time, a space capsule split away from its engines in a fiery explosion. The engine streaked through the sky like a meteor, rumbling and shaking well, nerves below. At 1.14, only three minutes later, the capsule landed abruptly into a farm field owned by John Miller. I just happened to be driving by in the truck, and uh, there it was. At 2 o'clock, the engine section was found in a nearby lake. The Air Force Recovery Unit moved in and secured both sites and began their scientific analysis of the rock. General Powers made this announcement. We believe that this is some sort of escape capsule designed to land from space. NASA had already said it wasn't from space. Then, after the Pentagon announcement, NASA quickly threw together some experts and maintained their position the capsule was not from space. What has happened today is not a space event. Experts believe the capsule was shot down. Now we're getting in reports from observatories saying that more objects are on the way from the planet Mars. I just got off the phone with David Wan from the National Observatory in Singapore. Well, the first one was noticed yesterday evening, and um, then we took more pictures today. We did a lot of analysis to make sure that what we are seeing wasn't a mistake, you know. And when were these photographs taken? We have correlated two photographs taken in sequence both showing a series of triangular objects moving very slowly away from Mars. This development begins to crumble NASA's story that what has happened today is not a space event. Add the released copies of the Bill Gates speech about a South Pole complex, and this becomes a dramatic story gaining access to the South Pole. So, Tom, we still don't know where the craft was from. The president is on the scene confident that there is someone inside the capsule with answers. Robert Hager reporting from Washington. Thanks very much, Robert Hager. We'll be right back after this short break. WSR weather. Brought to you by Menace Airlines. Currently it's severe thunderstorms and 67 degrees. Microsoft stocks plummeted today. The Dow dropped 200 points. NASDAQ down over 1,000. Strange objects are heading in for Mars. Now with more news from the Pentagon. Tom, I've just learned from a source near the Secretary of Defense that the staff is preparing for some sort of invasion. Although there is no official acknowledgement, my source tells me that an attack from some sort of alien force is possible. Thanks very much, Cynthia Weber. We are just moments away from the meeting of President Clinton and the aliens from the probe. We go now live to Don, where he says the president is now arriving. Thanks, Tom. President Clinton has just arrived and is walking toward the space probe. I'm told security has been heightened because of threats of assassination. So guards are starting to filter in. The president is now crossing the police line. Two of his aides are alongside. He is stopping now to talk with the military commander here. Nothing seems to be happening with the space probe at the moment. No movement. We have to interrupt, Don. We go live now to a press conference in Washington from the Pentagon where General Powers and the Joint Chief Chairman is giving a briefing now. Possible alien invasion. I want to assure you at this time that there is nothing to be concerned about. My staff has been in full contact with observatories. And we are tracking some suspicious movements. But I can assure you that the president is under no harm in meeting these visitors inside the capsule. Mr. Secretary, let me stress that the president is not in danger. 
now I'm going to hand it over to General Powell. Thank you. The president has been in contact with the occupants of the craft. We have established a communication line with the visitors. Uh, well, now that I've said that, I want to assure you that we are making preparations to protect the Antarctic complex. The immediate safety of this country is our first priority. I apologize now. We must go live to the spacecraft where there appears now to be action. Don. Tom, there is a door opening, and it appears that we're about to see who is inside. There's now someone stepping out of the spacecraft. And it appears to be human. Dressed in somewhat normal clothes. Now walking toward the crowd with its hands out. Now President Clinton is stepping forward. The humanoid is now walking toward Clinton. Now they've met each other, they're shaking hands. We'll stay with you, Don, to see what happens. Okay, now they're both walking toward the limousine. The creature looks human, appears to be smiling, confident look. Seems very relaxed, now being escorted to the president's limousine. Okay, now something was said, they're both running toward the limousine. Not sure what this means. Security is following them. Now stepping into the limousine. Spacecraft doors are still open. Okay, they're quickly driving away in the limousine. Of course, they'll be on their way to the United Nations building in New York to meet with world leaders. Happening a lot more suspenseful, a lot more confusing than we ever would have thought or ever portrayed in movies and magazines of the 20th century. Cynthia Weber. Well, Tom, the Pentagon is confirming now that alien craft have been spotted heading toward Earth, but they assure us that these are friendly forces. The office has been busy here, people frantically calling meetings. I can say that there's been some concern of an invasion, but nothing official. Well, there you have it, another momentous occasion in history, the meeting of some sort of occupant from the craft that, in the military's words, was an escape capsule from outer space, and uh, just absolutely amazing there, the president shaking hands and then walking away, driving off in a limousine, just as if it was planned that way all along. That's Nightly News for tonight. We'll continue our live coverage Pausing now for stations to break away. I'm Tom Brokaw to the world from the United States. Good night. World slash radio news with Don Schurhoff is broadcast on FM radio in seven continents of the world and on the internet. Now the world has a news leader. World slash radio is broadcasting through frequency modulation from Sunlight Relay on the Slash Media Network. Turn it down.
sees a falling star She makes a wish and she wonders where you This is Jim Thomas at the World Slash Radio Studios in Missouri. I hate to break you with this news, uh, but it appears that for whatever reason, the aliens have begun to attack. We go to the Pentagon with Cynthia Weber. Jim, reports are coming in that several military airplanes are out of control and are crashing. The office is very busy here, Jim. As far as we know, President Clinton is still safe in Air Force One. Thank you, Cynthia. We go now to the White House with Jason Gabrinov. Jim, the president is safe. White House aides are in contact with him by phone. Military fighters are flying over now with what appears to be alien craft behind them. It looks like a chase. Thank you, Jason. We go now to NASA headquarters with Robert Hager. Jim, the NASA administrator, Dan Golden, says that thousands of new alien spaceships have shown up in orbit. Many are descending toward Earth. We switch you now to our correspondent at the South Pole. Well, Basti, we've just gone into condition of high alert. Station 3 is thought to be at risk of invasion. I'm being allowed to enter the cavern, and I'll have more from the ancient labs. I must interrupt. We go back to the Pentagon. From the Pentagon, 15 U.S. fighter jets have been confirmed to be missing at this hour. These jets were assigned as surveillance along the south coast of Australia. Also, U.N. guards are reported missing in the Egyptian pyramid site at Giza. More reports are coming in from China. So we'll keep you up to date as we get more of these damage reports in. Okay, thank you, Cynthia. The CIA has told the CP that everyone should take cover. If you live in Australia, South America, or near the military bases in the Pacific, you are under the greatest risk this alert. Again, uh, we had the emergency alert for the global alert warning, um, and this covers all of the entire world, but the specific areas from the CIA saying that if you're in the Pacific, Australia, South America, it looks like anywhere around the southern hemisphere, uh, you are in the greatest risk of attack. And now we're getting, we're getting reports here that weapons are being used in the United States. Okay, uh, some attacks now at the landing site uh, here in Missouri. We go now to Don Schurthoff standing by. Don? Jim, everyone is running for cover. There are planes crashing nearby. The alien planes are small triangle-shaped craft. You can hear the sound of anti-aircraft fire behind me. Uh, here comes one now. Okay, Don, I realize you have the duty to report events, uh, but we don't want to lose you as news director. The capsule has been destroyed. Military officials have told me that Bill Gates is leading these attacks. So fireball Titan. Loss of signal from Don. Yeah, somebody, yeah, go find out what just happened. Yeah, he's right. My sources say that Bill Gates is leading these attacks. 
to find out more about the alien traveling along with the president. Uh, to see if he's safe, we go to the White House with Jason Gabrinoff. Well, White House officials say the president and the alien visitor have both been taken to an undisclosed location. They are both safe. The alien is friendly. Okay, NASA headquarters, we go there with Robert Hager. Yes, Stan Golden, the NASA administrator, has just told me that the Hubble Space Telescope has been destroyed. It has been knocked out of orbit and will be falling toward Earth at any moment. Again, the National uh, Aeronautics and Space Administration telling me the Hubble Space Telescope has been destroyed. Trajectory probably near Asia. Robert Hager from Washington. Losing satellites. That means that this uh, radio broadcast, it looks like if they are taking out satellites, this broadcast may be at risk. Um, we will stay on the air as long as we can. Stan, call the engineers. Tell them to get a backup satellite feed. Yeah, so we can... We can make sure we uh, have a backup here. As you might know, I own this radio network, so I have a special interest in making sure it stays up. This was our first day to broadcast globally. Uh, the broadcast has went fine for today, and uh, we're happy to be along for you uh, to give you this information about this conflict that has just started up. We have five satellites broadcasting on FM towers on each continent, and uh, we hope that it will remain intact so that you can be updated for your own safety. Now, we have an update from a correspondent in Egypt now. Jim, I'm at the pyramid site in Giza, and I've been warned by local guards that this site is under high alert. The only information I've been able to receive at this time is the Great Pyramid is a transmission device in connection with the South Pole complex. The officials are afraid, I repeat, the officials are afraid that the intruders will want to take control of this pyramid. Mind-control device. Another update at the Pentagon. A Pentagon official has just explained to me that they are organizing UN forces to surround and protect important sites, including the South Pole complex and the pyramids at Giza. Okay, let's go back to the South Pole, and uh, that appears to be where all this is leading. I guess we could call it Ground Zero. Again, we have. Unknown Martian forces attacking in several areas, led by Bill Gates, who we think now is an alien. We go to Bob Fuss at the South Pole for more information about the strange device down there. Jim, this complex is under attack. The military have taken Microsoft engineers into custody, as well as several NASA officials. The military tells me that Bill Gates was planning to take over the mind control device, using the Microsoft team and the NASA officials at his disposal. So, uh, they have taken them into custody. Okay, Bob, did Steve Sigper ride with you as planned? Yes, Steve is here, and the plan is ready to go. Okay. All right, have everything set, and I'll let you know when to execute. Bob, uh, quickly, put Steve on the phone, please. Hello? Steve? Steve, this is Jim. What did you find out about the device? Uh, we have confirmed that it is designed to transmit telepathic energy. Okay. It was used as a form of law enforcement in the ancient times, but it, it does have flaws. First, you turn on the network, which activates the pyramid transmitters on each planet, and then it automatically sends an instruction signal down to the population. It can be used to make them do anything we want. So it definitely was used for what we suspected. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do, yeah. do we know that this is what destroyed the ancient civilization? They have it all documented on the machines. Okay. I guess the device backfired and ended up causing mental chaos across the planet. We've got to make sure Bill doesn't get a hold of it. Enact the plan yes, and sir. I'll let you know. I'll tell you later. Back to the Pentagon with an explosion. From the Pentagon, I've just learned that the naval base in Brazil is under attack. There was a large explosion. No more information about that at this time. Cynthia, do we have numbers on the aircraft casualties? Uh, as many as 30 U.S. fighter jets and three British are missing off the southern coast of Australia. What is that? Thank you. Jim, I've just been told that the attack has begun to let up, and there will be a press conference in a few minutes. Okay, thank you. Before that, we bring you this. Um, news director for five years, Don Schurthoff, is reported to be dead If you're joining us, good evening, America, and all countries of the world. Out of the day of our first worldwide news broadcast, we are forced to cover 
a new world war. Our new broadcast hurled into the middle. Now our news director is presumed to be dead. Why? Because someone has decided to seize control of the world. All starting to become clear why Bill Gates was shot, why these aliens landed. Two sides of an argument have now engaged in war. Um, okay. Now back to the alien visitor uh, with the president. We bring you this phone conference from the president aboard Air Force One. He is speaking with leaders of Congress. Yeah, we've been in contact with him all afternoon. He's he's sitting right here. He's he's a nice guy. He, he's just like one of us. And we've got we've had to go through a lot of safety protocols and. We've exchanged a lot of information before I even arrived at the crash site. He plans to make a statement later, so everything's fine. And But I want to make this point. Those rebellious members are on their way at this time. They do have the capacity to cause damage to our defenses. Both groups are from the planet Borgus, which is what we call Mars. So what we have is the Borgus versus the Dozwins, both groups from Mars. The Borgus have come to help protect us from the rebels. And we're going to work closely with them, and they're working with our military, so we're going to help them too. And, and the Borges visitors assure me that they want to set up a peaceful future with Earth. And the Dozeman attack is fueled by some sort of religious hate. Okay, I'm told on. that was a tape of a closed press conference that was held before the attacks. President Clinton on the phone aboard Air Force One saying there are two sides to this Martian conflict. The good side helping us fight the bad side. He says they are the Borges versus the Dozwin, and confirming there that he is in contact with the friendly side, warning of an invasion of the South Pole complex. Of course, that has already happened, calling the device down there dangerous. The Dozwins want access to that device, and according to the president, the Borges have come here to prevent them from having it. We join now a press conference from the Pentagon. Something like this for quite some time. I can say that it went well. The origins of these rebel forces are from Mars, but the friendly forces are also from Mars. Now, along with the friendly help, we were able to defeat the first wave very quickly. We do have some KIA, but we don't have any numbers on that at this time. Get with me right after the briefing. We'll try to have those numbers for you. I can say that we were successful in stopping their first wave of attack, and we have secured the Antarctic complex. The enemy is a fanatical religious group from the southern regions of Mars called the Doze Wind. They have been fighting with their Martian counterparts for several decades. The battle has now spread to Earth with the help of Bill Gates. We've learned through intelligence that Gates has been building this plan for several years. And this was to be the day of their last conquest of Earth. Now, they hope to gain access to the mind control device, but we have the South Pole Complex under guard. The President wants to make sure that we're all working in concert with the Martian forces so that we can take out these doze winds. Now I'm going to let Stan tell you about the strategy. Stan. Well, we immediately noticed that most of their forces were in the south. We had fighters in place on Australia, Brazil, and several flat-top facilities at sea. We were informed by the visitor that their arsenal includes heat-seeker explosives, air combat capability, and laser net tracking systems, and we were able to use their help effectively. Uh, after securing that perimeter, we took some direct hits for, to the Complex 3 facility from space. Uh, we were also told that the enemy has some sort of This is Jim Thomas back at the studio. I have just learned that a second wave of attacks has begun. This time, the Dozwins are going after my radio stations. We've lost China. They probably think this will cause China to enter the conflict. Marge is back. Hi. Uh, do you have some more information? Yes, we just got a phone call directly from Bill Gates. Uh, apparently he is at the South Pole. What? And it gets more interesting. He sends a message directly to you, Jim. Me? 
He says for you to release his Microsoft team or your stations will be destroyed. This has gone too far. He doesn't know who he's dealing with. My stations are being protected by... Welcome to the Dozwin Order. We have seized control of this station to warn you about what is to come and to help you understand the conflict we are fighting. Slash Media Network's corporate owner Jim Thomas is an imperial leader from Mars that would like to take control of the Earth. Bill Gates is leading us all to defend what belongs to us, the Dozwin Order. We will gain access to the ancient computer device and effectively conquer the... Back. They interrupted our satellite feed for a second. We switched to a backup station, and we are back. Get Bill Gates on the phone. I want to talk to him. We have just learned that those ones are downstairs, yeah, downstairs. trying to get into the building. Uh, yeah, what? Uh, we're on the air. They are downstairs demanding to get in. We're trying to stay on the air as long as we can here. Okay, we've got Bill on the phone. Okay, we now have Bill Gates on the phone. Let's put an end to this. Mr. Gates, why are you trying to take over my broadcast? Well, you've been on all day. It's my turn. You won't succeed in taking my stations by force. I need your broadcast, so how about I buy it from you for $5 billion? <laughs> I'm not going to be absorbed like your other competitors. How many stations did you absorb to create this network? What I have not done is engage in intellectual theft, destroying competition, anyone who threatens your domination. I cannot discuss that which is pending under trial. Indeed, pending under many trials. None of those trials mine. So what will you do with world power once you've taken the telepathic device? And what will you do with world power? Turn us all into Microsoft robots? And what will you do? Fill our brains with more advertising? <laughs> People walking around quoting useless songs and sales gimmicks? I don't need advertising. The device will unite everyone's mind, and your radio network can be used to guide them. Yeah, then you can charge them for upgrades? We can lead them into a new era. An era where everyone pays you, not accomplished by the will of the people, by the will of a corporate giant. In your speech, you wrote about political positioning, corporate indulgence, things we should avoid in the future. After your operatives tried to shoot me at my speech, I changed well, my mind. We have an explosive set at the South Pole, if that will help you. Okay. And I have a flight of Dozwin ships ready to attack you. No. You will not destroy me and the radio network I took three years to build. Steve, activate the explosive as planned. Explosive activated. Evacuating South Pole Complex. You would destroy such an ancient device? If it keeps you from having it, I will destroy it. Think of the future you'd be destroying. You've seen the humans. They need control. They need someone to tell them how to think. This world is designed for kings. I have become one of them. There are more Dozwins than me in this. We are all over the Earth, where you least expect. In your families, in your jobs, government, we will hide and strike again. This will not be the last of the Dozeman Order. We will rise up and have it all. I am no better than Bill Gates. Corporate greed has become our biggest flaw. It's part of us no matter who we are, where we're from. Obsessive greed rooted in selfish behavior, manifesting in paranoia, boundaries, fighting for control. It's in our games, our conversations, the way we think. It's so much a part of us we can't see it. It's like a... a phantom menace guiding our behavior. A parasitic simplicity stealing the life from our culture and our past. It was the kingdom of self that destroyed me. Netaru. Zep. Tepe.
Now picking up the broadcast from the Washington Bureau, I'm Robert Hager. It appears that all fighting has stopped and the war is over. Two of the most powerful men have died. Jim Thomas and the explosion at the World Slash Radio headquarters and Bill Gates lost in the bomb at the South Pole. No one had noticed just how much power these two had that led to their own destruction. But now the war is over and people are celebrating. For the first time, we've learned that we have neighbors living on the planet Mars. Now it's time to explore in peace. Australia was hit most by this invasion, so we go to the celebration in Melbourne. Humans and Martians have come together on the memorial gardens tonight to celebrate. The Martian war finally coming to an end. The sun is rising, but that doesn't stop the fireworks or the live performance by Send One. Two cultures of people on planets that were so far away are now closer together. From Melbourne, Australia, I'm Darren Close. And the two cultures have a lot to learn about. One being what was in the ancient lab at the South Pole and what we can learn about our past. The president is making a statement in the celebration in New York. I think one thing we've learned today is the, the amount of power that corporations can have and the amount of danger they're all capable of. That's behind us now as we face inward and resolve our mistakes. We must also face outward and work with our new Martian friends. The president's comments from the conference in New York, all the world leaders will be arriving there to discuss how we move forward with the Martians. On the phone is Marge White. She escaped the explosion just before the attack on the Slash Radio Studios. Marge, what are your thoughts about Jim Thomas? Well, I think Jim Thomas was a great man, but he went too far. He'll be remembered for causing today's events, but also saving us from being destroyed. Jim Thomas, in his own way, has brought us into a new era. He appointed me as news director, and we'll be making a lot of changes to the news department. And we're going to try to bring back respectful investigative journalism that isn't influenced by ratings. And we'll be able to work closely with the Martian news media as well. Words from Marge White as the world, as the two worlds celebrate tonight. What an amazing day. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. And that was Not From Space by Borges Media, um, produced by Jeffrey Bays. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey, for letting us play that. Uh, we put it out on Twitter, and several people had uh, wrote in about how much they appreciated hearing this back uh, 10 years ago when it was first released. And I'm glad it still got legs today and can uh, inspire people about uh, this, this uh, what radio can do, um, you know, and, and, and making fun of uh, <laughs> the corporate empires that we all um, uh, must face on a daily basis. So, 
Anyways, uh, more audio drama coming to you next week. As I mentioned, we are having a guest host for the month of August. Uh, we will, of course, have hundreds of hours in our archives available for you at any time at radiodramarevival.com. Uh, find us on iTunes or Stitcher. Search for Radio Drama Revival. Um, follow us at, at Radio Drama on Twitter or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash radiodramarevival. Um, and do please share this show with your friends. Uh, get people hooked on the fine art of radio drama. And if you feel so kind as to leave a donation, you can do so at radiodramarevival.com. Link on the right hand sidebar. Uh, with that, it is a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival originates at on air radio at WMPG FM. It is Southern Maine's community radio. This podcast at Radio Drama Revival. Bible.com is a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.